You're listening to The Doctor's Companion, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Matt Smith, but not that Matt Smith. And we're from MindRobber.net, the home site of Mind Robber Productions, where we talk about all of the things on podcasts, like this one, The Doctor's Companion, where we talk about Doctor Who, The Mind Robbers Versus, where we pick a show we love, and we talk about it episode by episode currently. Uh, currently, we're covering Justice League Unlimited. And then our flagship podcast, The Mind Robbers, where we talk about everything else. And if you like our shows, you should review them on iTunes. If you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, email those to us, podcast at mindrobber.net. But if you want to start a discussion, find the post of this episode on the website um, and leave a comment so we can comment back. And then, uh, most importantly, tell your friends about the show. Because uh, what better way to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who than listening to a Doctor Who podcast, specifically this one? Uh, because we're <laughs> celebrating it. And uh, we're doing a countdown of, uh, of of the doctors. We've done eleven. We've done ten. We've done nine. We've done eight. And now we're on seven. Uh, yeah. We're doing another. We're doing another audio uh, audio story with um, Klein story and the architects of history. Uh, so Matt, why don't you uh, tell us about the background of significance you have cooked up for this one? Yeah, the ba- uh, the background for Klein story and the architects of history. This is um. These are these are five episodes worth of material coming out of Big Finish, uh, from I think it was 2012. I think yeah. Oh no, uh, 2010. Um, so this is um, yeah. This is this is a this is a weird sort of adventure to be talking about. Um, and I picked it because uh, it's more of Big Finish doing the same avant-garde sort of thing like we talked about last week with um, the Silver Turk, where. Uh, Big Finish comes up with this companion, uh, who's not really a companion. She's a villain in a story called Cold. It's written by Steve Lyons, uh, Steve Lyons, um, which came out really early in Big Finish, like you know, first couple years of Big Finish. Um, and in that story is a character named Klein, who is this uh, this Nazi scientist from a from an alternate future in which the the Nazis won World War II. Um, so Big Finish, for some reason, decides, hey, it'll be a really good idea to bring that character back because we really like that actress and we really like that character. And hey, maybe there's some story to be mined. So they get this guy named John Ainsworth, who's kind of been around like Doctor Who circles. Like he's written a couple of things, he's directed a couple of things, and they say, hey, do you want to? Do you have an idea for what to do with this character? And Ainsworth says, yeah, I do. Um, and this comes about because uh, pr- executive producer and the executive producer and script editor of Big Finish, um, Nick Briggs is the executive producer and uh, uh, Alan Barnes is the script editor. They're caught in the middle of doing a bunch of Lucy Miller stories for eight, for the Eighth Doctor and they don't have time to do a trilogy. So they kind of toss it to Ainsworth. They say, what do you want to do? And Ainsworth just goes, oh, I'll do uh, a trilogy involving Klein, uh, which is a really kind of avant-garde, weird sort of thing to be doing. Um so he gets together and he assembles a trilogy of stories. We're talking about like two, one episode in the middle of the second, in the beginning of the second story and the third story, which is Architects of History. Um, and he just says, hey, like, what, what can we do with this? And 
he goes to Steve Lyons, who's the creator of the character, and Steve Lyons says, well, I can do this for Architects of History, and, and they come up with a, bun- a couple of different ideas to, like, explore this character. Um, and Klein has now become, like, this big Finnish staple. She was the subject of a box set from last year, which was called Unit Dominion, which I highly recommend. Um, and they did a trilogy of Seventh Doctor stories with her and a new character named Will Aerosmith, uh, which also came out this year. Um, so she's kind of like this thing who's just kind of appeared in Big Finish and has kind of just kept on giving and it comes because uh, Nick Briggs really loves Tracy Childs and Tracy Childs really loves this character so it's this whole great time and the reason the other reason that I wanted to pick it was because it's a Seventh Doctor plot and what's better than the Seventh Doctor just being really 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 schemey um, so that's mm. why I picked it it's good stuff. Is this uh, is this trilogy around the same time as the Sixth Doctor Jamie trilogy? It's the same year. Yeah, they did a yeah. they did a trilogy of thought. Fifth Doctor stories, and then they did the Sixth Jamie's trilogy. That makes um, sense. Yeah, and then because the, because the tr- these because those two things they sound like uh, similar concepts. Yeah, like well, f- we're we're busy doing this other thing, so take this Doctor and do a trilogy of whatever you want. Um, yeah, and it sounds like. This is one guy's version of that, and then the Six Doctor Jamie thing is another person's version of that because yeah. they're both outlandish, like mm-hmm. that, very, very outside the box sort of thinking. Also interesting mm-hmm. that um, what I consider to be one of the great Seventh Doctor plots, a uh, story called Death in the Family, uh, also was this year. That was the second Seventh <clears throat> Doctor trilogy of this year. So mm. not so different, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, well, before we talk about it, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by DCBService.com. DCBS is the site that lets you pre-order all your monthly comic book statues, action figures, anything you get from a local comic book shop, including Big Finish Audio Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. You can no pre-order way. that from DCBService.com. Uh, you place your orders three months in advance with monthly discount specials up to 75% off and then regular discounts of 40% off. Ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like. You only pay six ninety five in flat rate shipping, so thanks to DCBService.com. Yeah, anything in the Diamond catalog you can get from DCB Service. And uh, they do put big finish audios in the, uh, in the uh, Diamond catalog. Like the hard copies, the CDs. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, okay, so Klein's story in the Architects of History. Um, uh, so I guess the whole thing with this is that there's there's some alternate... There, if Klein is from an alternate history where the Nazis won, there was also an alternate Doctor. And so this deals with, like, the alternate universe Doctor. Um, although I'm not entirely sure what his plan was. I was a little confused. Um, hmm. I feel like I need to listen to this again. And like, I was gonna, I was like, oh, well, I'll just go to Wikipedia and, and read the Wikipedia entry and that'll help. And then I was like, oh, there is no Wikipedia entry, really. It's just <laughs> like, yeah, this thing existed. That's all it says, really. That's yes. it. Um, I was hoping it would have some sort of like plot summary or something, but nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm. I liked it. I, I did. And I got the gist of it. Like I got that there was two doctors and one was from the alternate version. And that's who the eighth doctor was in Klein's story. Mm-hmm. Um, and who the second seventh doctor was in architects of history. Mm-hmm. So like I put that together and then like the seventh doctor from architects of history is before the eighth doctor that's in Klein's story. And it's all very, um, for lack of a better term, timey wimey. Um, 
mm-hmm. but it's like it's also it's like timey wimey and alternate universe-y. Um yes. like it's it's very like all of, like it's very back to the future part two um, <laughs> um so but i but i i i uh i mean i definitely uh i definitely really 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 liked it a lot mm-hmm. um it's really great and it's interesting I like this idea because this is something that isn't has never really been done on the show before. I mean, you could you could you could probably convince me that Adam is one of these people, but they've never really had like a rejected companion mm-hmm. um, like Klein, where he's just like he brings on this companion and then like and it's like I mean I guess it is kind of comparable to Adam, only just not Adam wasn't on the scale of this. Yes. Um, but but it is a thing where it's like they went on one adventure and she steals the TARDIS and um, uh, goes on her own little side adventure to bring back her alternate universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you bring in like the other doctor and everything. And it's just it. there's a lot going on here. Um, yeah. And I never really did. I I listening to the whole thing like the villain of the piece like i really couldn't care less about the salations Um, right yeah 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 i don't i don't care yeah um it was just like like what i think is it like two of the cliffhangers deal with them and i'm just like yeah no this is not what your story is about writer guy like this is (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't i went like one of the cliffhangers is literally like and then we'll have all the power in the universe and and i'm like writer you're not fooling anyone no one cares about these people like (laughs) we don't care about them like this is not a cliffhanger um but but yeah other than them like everything else in this was really great i also loved the alternate alternate universe companion yes um which was which is just so heartbreaking (laughs) um it's so heartbreaking to like to to an extent where like I just watched a movie this weekend that also deals with something very similar. And, um, and it reminded me of that because I remember I like the person I saw it with, I told them and I was like, I was like, yeah, that was like, that was really rough. And they were just like, Oh, well, but it's from an alternate universe. So it doesn't really matter. So it's fine. And I'm like, but, but as soon as you know that it exists, it matters. And it's really (laughs) rough. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, the moment that you know that it exists, like it exists. Um, yes. So yes. it's just like this alternate companion that's just left behind. Uh, yes. And then ceases to exist. Uh, yes. Yeah. Such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I, I really liked all of that stuff. It's just like the villain was just such a like this could have been like this could have been a stellar three part story. And yes. instead instead it was just a really good four part story. Yeah, um, agreed. Because um, of the because of the like the just the mindless villain. We're just like, I want power." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> we're we're going to twist, we're going to twirl our shark mustaches. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the the reason the reason for those villains, and I'll just I'll just get this away and I don't this is one of those things that I don't subscribe to, but it's like, "All right, I guess if you must." Um Steve Lyons created those villains. Steve Lyons, the writer of the story. Um and he created them and was just like, "Oh, I'm going to com- I'm going to commit them to audio and then they'll be canon and I'll finally hear them and I have this in the, my back my back pocket." because I need something to invade. So, like, it kind of works in that respect, but it is the sort of thing where I'm like, oh, my God, get on with it, because everything yeah. else in the story is so much more interesting. Um, oh, so much, like, yeah. so much more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. 
but I, I don't, I don't disagree with you about anything. And like, there's a, I don't know, the more I was listening to these and I was just like, well, I'm going to have a couple of things. And I, I came away with so much to talk about. Like, I just, I'm just looking at them and I'm just like, wow. Like I was kind of really impressed when I was going through them again. Um, especially Klein's story. And the reason why I think it's a jumble is just because it is really timey-wimey, like in a way where the reason why I love Klein's story and the reason why I wanted us to listen to it is because it's the story of how Klein gets told. And it's like, it's not real. It's like Dr. Light adventure, really. It's the story of how Klein got the TARDIS back into Colditz castle um, and met the doctor for the first time, which they kind of reveal in Colditz. They kind of say, oh, she grabbed the TARDIS and took it back. The twist that's wonderful is that it's not really an alternate. It is an alternate doctor from an alternate timeline. But I mean, what happens in Colditz is uh, Ace is killed in, in, in Colditz. She's not actually killed, but in the in the potential future of Colditz, she's killed. And the doctor, realizing that he has lost a valuable piece of technology to the Nazis, um, uh, heads forward a couple of years in time, goes and lands in front of a German platoon, basically walks out of the TARDIS, gets shot, dies, regenerates, kind of exactly like in the TV movie, and then just goes undercover in an effort to try and send someone back in time so that he can fix time without it happening. And I think that that is brilliant. Like, I just think yeah. that the Doctor just going, committing suicide, and, like, showing up as an alternate version of himself that no one's going to recognize because no one's seen it is incredible. Like, that is yeah so good. Um, oh, it's fantastic. And it goes along with your... With your uh with your seventh day. Well, no, that's right. You, it's the opposite of what you think of the seventh to eighth doctor regeneration. Yes. Which is that it's an accident. Yes. Um, like completely by accident. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's really great as far as an alternate universe thing. And like that whole plan is really great, but I don't know. Is the eighth doctor that's in Klein's story, the version of the eighth doctor in Klein's story, the eighth doctor of the alternate seventh doctor and architects of history, or though are we dealing with three timelines? You're basically dealing with three timelines. Um, okay. Like, because Klein's story, like the thing is Klein's future, the one, and for the sake of argument, we'll just call him Johann Schmidt because that's how he goes in the story. Um, yeah. Johann Schmidt ceases to exist the second that Klein goes back in time because when Klein goes back in time, the history resets, cold, it's happens. And, uh, uh, the Nazis lose World War II. So then the eighth dot that Johann Schmidt character ceases to exist. Um, so that was his plan was to make that he knew that if she went back to that time, it would undo everything and everything would be hunky dory again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was his plan. That's the seventh okay, so doctor's plan, which is incredible. Like, yeah. So then what's the seventh doctor's, the alternate seventh doctor and architect of history's deal? Well, that is that is something that like is actually much harder to grasp because the idea is at the end of survival of the fittest, Klein steals the TARDIS. She manages to get her hands on the TARDIS, uh, dematerializes, and then the Doctor's just like what? And the next thing you see, Klein, it's a hundred years after the Nazis win World War Two, and you find out that the Doctor's been locked into in this cell for basically three days. 
And what happens is that Klein just keeps going and traveling around time and across time and space to try and make it so that she can have a perfect galactic Reich. Um, so that doctor from the alt- the alternate one in Arch- Architects of History is actually like the like hundred millionth version of the seventh doctor because every time that Klein goes and changes the past um, or the future in which like this Nazi fortress on the moon has you know, 10 foot thick Dalekanium shielding, right? Every time that Klein goes and changes something about the future or the world or the universe, the doctor's timeline changes. So this alternate doctor has been rewritten over and over and over again and doesn't know what's been going on. But he only he only has a tie to the original timeline in which the seventh doctor took Klein on to begin with. So like he can only kind of understand that reality, but he's been rewritten and rewritten and rewritten so many times that he doesn't know what's going on. He's just like kind of guessworking, which is insane. Um, so like, that's kind of what it is. Um, and I think that that's like one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Like it's just, it's nuts. Um, and I love that. I love that like architects is great for me because it's the story of the seventh doctor without actually having the seventh doctor in it. The only time you actually get the seventh doctor for me is in when he, when he's in the, in the TARDIS with Klein at the end of the story. And then at the end, when you find out that Elizabeth Klein becomes unit scientific advisor, um, those are the only right. times that the seventh doctor has shown up. The rest of the time you're dealing with this guy who's just like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just kind of, kind of go with it. And I know what I've been doing in this timeline, which is, selling the Salation's uh, time travel technology and allowing them to defeat Earth and going to declare myself king of this. Like, he only knows what's going on in his timeline. Um, He has no idea anything else. He's just kind of undergoing this sequence of events that's kind of been plotted out for him. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's just, it, it is a mind warp. Like, just trying to put all the pieces together. It's one of those stories that you kind of almost have to just go with in that respect. Um, And I'm glad that you did, because... Getting bogged down in the specifics is really kind of messy. Yeah. Um. But oh my god, yes. Like, and and I'm just thinking about it. Like, it's just a it's a cool story. It's action packed. The opening teaser is incredible. Um, where Klein just lands and she's just like hundred years, and I've got all this technology, and it's kind of great, isn't it? And then the doctor shows up and he's all chained up, and you're just like, we're in for some crazy things coming. Um, and then it just uh-huh. becomes just relentlessly kind of action packed and has a really nice dual narrative and all that sort of thing. Um, and man, Rachel Cooper, whoo, whoo. Here's the kicker on that. Rachel Cooper, the alternate companion who never was companion, um, never appears in anything except for this story. So on top of that, she's only here. Oh my God. <laughs> so I remember hearing this the first time and just getting to that line where she's just like, like, because she has this beautiful monologue as the moon base is about to explode and she's about to die. She just goes, what happens is it means that the doctor worked and the only thing I'm afraid of is that I will be ordinary and nothing that I did will have mattered and I will only, and I will never have lived. Like, oh God. Yeah. I, won't, I won't know anything like outside of my town and my house. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she never, and she never shares a scene with the doctor in the entire story. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she keeps trying to find him. That's it. Yeah. And she comes close, but when she's there, it, oh, it fails. Poor thing. Oh, such a bummer. Such a bummer. Such a bummer. Um, oh, it's so good. And, like, I don't even think that the actress is necessarily, like, super duper great, but, man, it just gets you right in the feels. Like, it just gets you right there. <laughs> You're just like, oh, my God. 
Um, and then the other thing that I find really interesting about it is um, uh, not only is it this great alternate history, but at the end of the story, like they spend a lot of time there, but the 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 there's this quandary that's given at the end where the doctor just puts Klein in the TARDIS and he just goes, I have this button and this button will reset the timeline such that um, you will no longer be a threat because you're a loose end. You are a straggling all like alternate person from an alternate future. You cannot continue to exist. You are an, you are an aberration and you have been sentenced to uh, non-existence. So press that button and we'll be done. And she just goes, I'm not pressing that button. You press the button. You kill me. You matters to you so much. And the doctor's like, I'm not doing that. And then she's just like, all right, well, I'm just going to go hang out. Uh, and when it's done, it's done. And then you kind of cut away and you find out that, you know, the button was pushed. But it does answer, like beg this question where within the space of that, like, time cut, I suppose, um, that could be a lifetime. Like, Klein might have died of natural causes in the TARDIS, just her and the doctor. Like, it can be forever. And it's like, who did press the button at the end of the day? Because the doctor knows that he has to press the button, but he also chooses to, like, give her this redemption. And it's just, it's so interesting. Like, it's just such an interesting way to take that character at the end. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really, really perverse (laughs) because of all these things. Um Oh my god! It, it's a, it's a really it's a really great story, and it's a really good example of what Big Finish is capable of. Yes. Um, whereas, like I I feel like last week's story with the Eighth Doctor wasn't a great uh, example of uh, a Big Finish. Like I, I I think that it was fine, but I don't think it would be one that would get anyone excited. Whereas this is just like this is the kind of story that you don't see on on. TV's Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, and and you're able to uh, get it here mm-hmm. um, in Big Finish. Like this is this is this is. I mean, I I would consider um, uh, the current Moffat era of Doctor Who, and and to a lesser extent, um, Russell T Davies era. Really, it's 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 a little immature. I mean, it's you know they have episodes that are more mature than others. Um, you know, Human Nature, Dalek. Those kinds of things, um, but for the most part, especially Moffat's, it's very immature. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this is like the opposite of that. This is like adult Doctor Who, yeah, because they know who their audience is, and their audience is not children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's that that I think more than anything else, I think that's what that that is what Big Finish is doing. That's so important. Yes. Uh, they they it is not surface like yeah Yeah. like you can watch you can look at the story and just be like yeah it's you know it's got you know it's got cool shark monsters and it's got a lot of action and it's got a lot of things going on but it isn't it is it's there's a lot under here like there's a lot of a really interesting discussion of who this woman is and how she acts and whether or not she can get redeemed despite the fact that she is basically just willy-nilly just ruining lives left and right um and it's kind of it's kind of really beautiful just within that uh, context. And like Seventh Doctor, I think of all the Doctors is the most adult, just in terms of how he approaches things, um, because he just he always has a plan. And like this is one of his great plans, as far as I'm concerned. Just so interesting mm-hmm. and so perverse and so just maniacal. And it's hard to do a good plan. Like coming up with a good plan for a character to have done is really, really, really hard. And this is just. Like both Klein's story and Architects are just 
great examples of how to execute the seventh doctor really well and big finish is great at doing that and like looking at how they do other seventh doctor stories magic mousetrap comes to mind angels angel of scutari death in the family um black and white amongst other things all of these stories are really great in terms of showing the seventh doctor at his most manipulative um and it's just such a good rich vein that Oh, it's so wonderful. It's so everything that I want from the seventh doctor. And it's great. So great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, uh, guys, go check this out because it is awesome. Um, it's, it's super, super awesome. Uh, go, go get it from big finish. Um, and if you, if you want, uh, if you want any other suggestions, just, you know, pop on the website, leave a comment, mindrubber.net, find the post of this, leave a comment, ask for any more uh, Seventh Doctor suggestions um, from Big Finish, and I'm sure Matt would be more than happy to give you a laundry list of stuff you should be listening to. So happy. Um, Yes. Um, So uh, before we wrap up, I want to remind you guys that today's episode is also brought to you by InStockTrades.com, where you can purchase any paperback, hardcover, omnibus, or absolute edition graphic novel collections uh, that are currently in print, you can get those at 35 to 45% off, plus new release specials at 50% off every week. And remember, all over is over $50, get free shipping. So uh, make sure you order you order big and often, and thanks to InStockTrades.com. Next week, we're continuing our 50th anniversary celebration with uh, Colin Baker, the Sixth Doctor, and a look at one of his big finished stories called The Holy Terror. Yeah. Which has Frobisher, which Frobisher. was not necessarily intentional. Um, Frobisher. Frobisher, the talking, shape-shifting guy who decides that being a penguin is his favorite position um, mm-hmm. or favorite shape to shift into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, written by Rob Shearman, who did Dalek and a couple of other big finish stories that are my favorite. So, All great right. stuff. I recommend Holy Terror as well. All of these I recommend. Awesome. Uh, Holy, Holy Terror. Uh, can't wait can't wait because you know me love a good colin baker story oh Um, yes love a good colin baker story he's probably my favorite uh, audio doctor so oh yeah um oh god i'm excited to get to this um (laughs) so yeah we'll we'll talk to you uh next week with that but in the meantime uh you should be listening to our other podcast the mind robbers versus justice league unlimited just started up it's gonna run about six weeks before we jump like Full speed ahead into Veronica Mars uh, because the rumored release date is sometime in the beginning of February for the Veronica Mars movie. And we need to be finished with the series before then. Uh, so we were going to break um, and start up Veronica Mars in January, but we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just going to we're going to do like five episodes a week or something ridiculous. Um, it's ludicrous. It's it's insane. Um, it's it's absolutely insane. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to do that. And then, um, so make sure that you're listening to, uh, the mind robbers versus, um, and we'll remind you again when we're about to shift gears into Veronica Mars. Trust me, we will definitely be reminding you because, uh, if you don't watch cartoons, that's sad, but I get it. I understand (laughs) that there's people out there that don't watch cartoons. So they haven't been interested in the mind robbers versus since we started, but if you've never seen Veronica Mars, that is a show for everyone. Um, <laughs> and you should absolutely be uh, watching that with us um, or rewatching it because, you know, 
Eh, rewatch it. The movie's coming. Come on, guys. Um, so the, that's the Mind Robbers versus, and then the Mind Robbers, our flagship podcast, uh, which as of this week is beginning a bi-weekly schedule because we do a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> we just have too much going on and we can't program that show weekly. We just can't do it anymore. Um, so, uh, it's going to be bi-weekly now and that's fine. It's fine. There'll probably be longer episodes as a result, which is also fine. So, yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right with increasing an episodes by like you know thirty percent if it means that we're doing it half as often. Yeah, exactly. The math of that actually shakes out for me, so it's nice. Totally. Um, All right, so that's uh, that's our other podcast. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash Scott Corelli. It's me, also Scott Commentary, where I will live tweet things from time to time. Um, You can also follow Matt, where he just live tweets on both of his accounts now, apparently. I'm a madman. What can I say? I'm a madman. Um, the, the one Twitter <laughs> he doesn't account where, follow the rules. Yeah, I don't follow the rules, but I figure that my followers would really like my thoughts on Harry Potter. Um, so you can find me on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/gunkinen, which is where you can find uh, my, uh, my my normal thoughts and my thoughts of uh, really bad Harry Potter movies. Um, also, my alternative Twitter account, Twitter.com/slash/gunkinen, where I will be live tweeting the OC much sooner than I was expecting. Um, not tomorrow, and probably not this week, but much sooner than I was expecting. Uh, and I know that that gives Scott a lot of happiness. Um, it does. But I'll explain to him why as soon as the episode is, as soon as we're done recording this. Uh, also, classicalgallifrey.blogspot.com, where I uh, talked about all of Doctor Who, the classic series. Not the Big Finish, the classic series. Oh, remember that time that I was going to do the Big Finish? No. Hilarious. No. Never. <laughs> uh, it's too much. Too much. Uh, it'd be really cool if you just wrote a book about Big Finish. Uh, I should. Uh, I should just write a book. Because that doesn't exist. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it actually, there might be an audio for that yeah mm. yeah it'll be great it'll be great <laughs> all right well we'll talk to you next week with uh the sixth doctor and uh, the holy terror frobisher the penguin hooray Woo. bye guys. bye, bye.